to a Jedi conversation. I'm Keith Blocker. And I'm Christina Blocker. Together, we'll engage with thought leaders, activists, innovators, and government officials. Join us as we discuss accessibility, justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion through the lens of our everyday lives. All right. My name is Christina Blocker. I'm here with the amazing Keith Blocker. Hi, I'm Keith Blocker. What's up, everybody? And we are really excited to introduce you to our new podcast, and we're calling it A Jedi Conversation. Yep, our very first podcast. So what does Jedi stand for, Christina? Jedi is a lot of things, but on this podcast, uh, the A stands for accessibility, the J stands for justice, the E stands for equity, the D stands for diversity, and the I stands for inclusion. Can you break that down for us? That's right. That's right. That's right. We wanted to make sure that we was inclusive with our with our conversation, and um, we just thought it would be cool to, to one, be a Jedi, when is it ever not cool to be a Jedi? <laughs> I'm sure uh, there's uh, a whole host of uh, Star Wars Star Wars fans out there. So we just wanted to come up with something that was cool that that's in alignment with the work that we do, which is diversity, equity, equity, and inclusion. And we also wanted to make sure that we had accessibility, and we definitely wanted to make sure that we represent justice in our work. Yes, yes. So we're really excited. Um, as you will see with us, we love this work. We love talking about this. And this is something that we're passionate about. We're passionate about talking about diversity, equity, inclusion, accessibility, and justice. Why? Because a lot of times conversations about DEIA or JEDI, and as you, you know, there's multiple acronyms to describe this work, but oftentimes it gets so complex that it goes over people's head, right? Or it, sometimes it causes fear about, you know, what is this? Well, I, I'm not up to date with the new terms and lingo. And what we want to do is break all of that down and make it practical so that it really represents who we are as humans. This is the human experience. Mm -hmm. And yes, we're going to use a Jedi uh, as part of our framing for our conversations. But really, we're talking about life on this podcast. That's right. That's right. So why is a Jedi conversation important, Christina? Why is a Jedi conversation important? Because in so many ways, we have Jedi conversations every single day and we don't realize it, right? When we're, when we're talking to uh, our parents and we're telling them about the newest music, mm -hmm. right? Um, and they might not remember, oh, I don't know these new artists. Okay. Well, then we relate them to music from their time, right? That's equity and accessibility right there because one, we're, we're using framings that help, that help the folks around us understand, uh, what we're trying to talk about, what we might be doing. And oftentimes we don't hear as many examples about how relatable, how accessible, how much we actually are engaging in diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility. Um, and so that that's what we wanted to do. Jedi conversations are happening every single day. And so let's highlight that. That's right. I mean, essentially a Jedi conversation is about your mindset. And when we mm -hmm. think about um, 
J-E-I-D-A-J-E-D-I, however you want to frame it, (laughs) is all about mindset. And too often people forget about that. So when we're having these kind of conversations, we definitely want to make this dialogue accessible. We want to make sure that we're uh, speaking in terms that people understand and also make sure that we're figuring out ways to make it more, uh, uh, as Christina said, inclusive have more of an inclusive dialogue and break down some of these terminologies that people might not be familiar with so when i think about how you know oftentimes people could be a little taken aback from just having a conversation about diversity too often many people think diversity is just about race so Mm. christina could you break down different ways that um different aspects of diversity so people can have a better understanding of what diversity is? Yes. Um, So I love using, I I love that you asked me that question because I have acronyms for days and and you know know. this about me. (laughs) (laughs) Examples and analogies for days. And also folks, we didn't highlight this. We're not brother and sister. (laughs) We're we're married. And so you'll recognize like we, we, we talk a lot. We could talk a lot to you all. Anyways, let me just get down to the, the the question you asked here um which is breaking down diversity or would you like me to break down DEI? just diversity okay. we just start with diversity okay. for now awesome yep. so when i think about diversity um i like uh, i could i could use it as this example let's talk about the dinner table right that's that's something that we're all familiar with when you think about diversity diversity with the reference of the dinner table is all of the dishes, right, that are at the table. It's it's it could be the yams, it could be if you eat meat, it could be the meat, it could be the rice, it could be all of those things. It's dessert. It's the diversity is the different kinds of dishes that are at the table. That's right. That's right. So when we think about diversity in general, why do you think people think diversity is just about race? What are the other aspects of diversity, um, in particular, when you think about the workplace? What are some other ways that that people could express diversity in the work, workplace without just talking about race or racism? Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's a great question. So diversity within the framing of the workplace is a lot of things, right? We are all diverse people, right? We all have different backgrounds, cultural backgrounds. We all come from different educational backgrounds, different lived experiences, different genders, d- different socioeconomic statuses, meaning we all make different kinds of money, Right. Um, different levels of different levels of income. And 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 that's just the surface. When we think about diversity, there's so much of us. It's like an iceberg. Right. Like there's so much that you see. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's why I think. Right. I'm not speaking on behalf of everybody, but that's why I think a lot of folks stop at race. Right. Because it's it's the most visual part of our differences. Mm-hmm. But often we forget about uh, the other pieces that we don't see and similar to an iceberg, everything that's underneath the surface, right? Our, our, our status, right? A, a lot of times I'll use myself as an example. Um, folks might see me and they might see a black woman that they, they might not think about, oh, is she from the United States? I'm not from the United States. I'm from Canada. And so, but I don't, there's not a, 
there's there's not a Canadian look, right? And so right, when we right. think about diversity and, and then thinking about even that example, there's so many experiences, you and I have talked about it, there's so many experiences that I don't have when we talk about how we grew up, right? How What shows we used to watch that were very different because I grew up in Canada and you grew up in Philadelphia. Yep, yep. So it makes me think about uh, a, another big term. And excuse me, I, I, I sometimes I throw out big, big terms so <laughs> that's okay. um uh it makes me think about the term uh intersectionality right yeah so could you want to help us break down what intersectionality is as it relates to diversity yeah so i'll use my i i could probably talk best about myself right i feel most comfortable talking about myself um so when i think about intersectionality i am a woman i identify as a woman I am also a black woman. I am also a black woman that uh, is an immigrant. I am also a black woman that is, who is an immigrant that is a first generation college student. I'm also a black woman who's an immigrant, who's a first generation college student, who's also an entrepreneur. And so the layers continue, right? And so when we think about um intersectionality it's not only that christina is a woman it's not only that christina is a black woman and all the other layers of my identity it's that christina is seeing life through multiple lenses right mm -hmm. and so i'm bringing all of those identities into the into each conversation i'm coming into some conversations i'm coming into i can relate because i'm a woman i can relate because i'm black but there's because i i see life through so many different lenses that intersectionality i would also say is a form of access right uh -huh. because there's certain conversations i have access to because of different parts of my identity right i can talk to folks that have immigrant parents and have similar similar for similar life experiences that we can talk about because we share a identity and so on a lot of levels, intersectionality, I, I would describe that as one of the ways that we foster, um, one of, a way to foster access, acknowledging and accepting those ways that you, that the, the different lenses that you see life through. All right. All right. So I noticed about Christina because she's my wife and she just mentioned that she grew up in, in uh, Canada. What part of Canada did you grow up in? And what was that experience like growing up in Canada? Then I got a follow-up question for you right after that. Okay, awesome. So I grew up in Vancouver, British Columbia. I gotta give a side story, right? Um, and no shade to Vancouver, Washington. Just, just spoiler alert. All shade. To <laughs> no, I'm not, not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I grew up in Vancouver, uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, and we I love Vancouver. We both, love both we love of both them. Vancouver's. <laughs> um, Vancouver's a special place. Both of them. Um, <laughs> we're inclusive of all Vancouver. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we um when I first moved to to Washington state, I was so used to because the folks that I would talk to, a lot of a lot of the folks that I had met initially had gone to Vancouver. We know folks that 
that also have lived in Vancouver. Um, and so I was so used to, you know, oh, you know, you're from Vancouver and the excitement. And, and I didn't realize when I wasn't getting that reflection that it, there was another Vancouver. Oh, you mean people didn't care that much about Vancouver, Washington, as much as they cared about you being from Vancouver, Canada? Yeah, they, they, they'd be like, oh, you're from Vancouver. Okay. <laughs> All right. And, and so I was like, what? Like, uh, what? So I didn't realize that there was another Vancouver, but I say all that to say, yes, grew up in Vancouver, Canada. And it, and it was, it was a really interesting experience when I reflect on and talk about my, my life to my peers. And when we talk about my experience in Canada, um, one unique experience I would say that I had was in kindergarten. Um, which is when people say, well, why, why, what, what brought you to diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility work? Where when did this start for you, right? Um, I like to let folks know, like this did not start in 2020. This did not start um, d- uh, due to the due due to anything but life for me. Um, life as a black woman, life as a black woman that has parents from the Caribbean that is also the lightest person in her family and the colorism that exists with that. But uh, uh, going back to the experience in Canada, when I was in Canada, my my kindergarten teacher, I'll never forget, had us do this activity. And hey, pro tip to all the teachers out there, uh, the activity I'm about to tell you about is one you might want to put in your toolkit. Um, but Y'all then- hear that? Uh, listen to Christina I do all the time. <laughs> you are so sweet. <laughs> Anyways, um, um, so we we had this activity uh, where our teacher asked us to create this picture using ripped up pieces of paper. And so she said, you know, here's the red pieces, here's the blue pieces, here's all these different colored pieces um, and asked us to create a picture. Uh, with those pic- with with the different pieces of paper that were ripped up. And so we all created our pictures, right? And after we finished our that art project, um she told us she's like now you all created a mosaic. And mm. of course we 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 didn't know what a mosaic was, right? But what she what she what she communicated to us was the pictures that we all created were created out of different pieces of paper, right? Some people some papers were large, some papers were small, some had writing, some didn't. But we all found a way to make sure that it it created a beautiful image at the end of the day. That that was art that we mm-hmm. created with all of these different pieces. And she used that example to 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 showcase um I would say the beauty of diversity, right? That we are, you don't have to be one kind of or looking like or certain size or certain color or certain presentation, right? Or certain identity, but that we are all part of this picture. We are all part of this art. And we, the different pieces, the textures, the sizes, the identities, the appearances, all make this place beautiful, right? And so that was one of the, I I would say that was a powerful way to introduce kindergartners into diversity in a very practical way to introduce a whole school of thought to students that are five and six years old in appreciating that diversity. Um, now, what I will say, I wouldn't, I, I have to be honest about the full scope of that, right? Because the full scope of that activity was 
hey, this is what this is what Canada does, right? Canada treats, uh, not Canada treats, but Canada is a mosaic versus the United States, which is a melting pot. And then we talk through what the melting pot was. So I do want to be honest in saying it wasn't just an art project that was connected to diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility. It was to communicate the differences between Canada and the United States, but especially now in me living in the United States and also having conversations with you mm-hmm. and other folks as we've done in our work about mosaics I'm recognizing that when you share the when I share when we share the framing of a mosaic it is still so new right yeah. despite this activity happening I won't say it happened yesterday I don't want to give the age my age away <laughs> but it happened you know a few years ago okay okay <laughs> I mean that, that makes me think because you know growing up in the states that's what we learn right you learn America's a melting pot and it wasn't until I was I want to say about 27 um in my first year of college right mm-hmm. where I learned that there was other ways to to look at um, United States of America. And then I got introduced into like the salad bowl and things like that. Um, and then it wasn't until I met you where I was introduced to the concept of the mosaic. And I thought that the concept of the mosaic was just like a really dope way of like looking at diversity because, um, when I think about a mosaic, I don't think about like, making everything fit in in a perfect way right Mm. um when you think about the beauty of a mosaic in general is everything is different everything has different textures and different sizes and different colors but the beauty of it is when you put the picture together everything belongs like that's just the nature of the mosaic whereas when you think about the melting pot um you know, some of us don't quite melt in the pot, right? Or, mm-hmm. or the soup bowl is another way that, uh, another way of, of thinking about it. Um, you know, the, the melting pot in general, generally is saying like, we want everybody to, to look the same, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's supposed to come together and, and be Americans. And we know that's not really the case when, um, when certain people get treated different ways based upon their skin color. And I'm sure Canada is not perfect in that sense where everybody is treated equal or equity is, is the, the, uh, the, the soup of the day. But it is, it is interesting to know that you started learning different concepts of what diversity is at a very young age where I had to go to college to even start like, reflecting on what we were taught mm. as as kids in terms of America being a melting pot. So I really think that's interesting. I, I love that. Yep. I love yep. that you share that. I want to I want to get into a little bit about you. So what brings you what makes you excited about diversity, equity, inclusion and accessibility? Um, you know, you know, you we talked about intersectionality, right? And like, you know, just as an individual, I'm diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also talked about like how, you know, diversity is just not what's on the surface. You know, many people don't know that I have a visual impairment. So I live with a disability. Um, you could never tell unless you, you knew me or you spent a lot of time around me that I had a disability, a rare disability. Um, I grew up poor, right? That, that's a part of my identity. That's not something that has to stay a part of my identity. Like, but I grew up poor and it makes me reflect on my past experiences. Um, 
uh, I identify as as a male, right? I identify as black male, um, heterosexual, cis, cisgender, um, and all those aspects of my identity are really important to me. Um, you know, uh, when I think about why for me this work is important because I see so many people struggle in many ways based upon how they look mm. or uh, based upon um, their sexuality or their gender. And to me, none of that is, uh, for me, the best practice in terms of how you treat people. Mm. Um, so, you know, I, you know, oftentimes we say stuff like, yo, we want to fight for this or fight for justice. But what I realized over time is it's really about work, mm. um, working for justice or working for equity. And, and really at the end of the day, the work begins with, with me, right? Mm. It begins with me checking my own biases. It, it begins with me reflecting on my own past experiences. And, you know, I try to think about, if there's a negative experience that I went through, do I, do I want to replicate that negative experience? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Or do I want to be like a stopgap? Right? right. Do I want to like, uh, put the brakes on those things and say, okay, how can I change the, the trajectory? Um, cause if I went through something that didn't feel good to me, then why would I project that on somebody else? So mm -hmm. for me, like, this conversation, a Jedi conversation, going back to that, is about mindset. And that's why I, I do that work. And I try to uh, really start with myself. And, you know, we talk about this all the time in our work about identity, uh, uh, purpose, Yep. And action, and right? Action. Yep. I, IPA for you, uh, for you beer, beer drinkers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a different way of looking at it. Identity, purpose and action, right? Mm -hmm. and, and for me, what that means is like really checking my own identity yeah. and thinking about how, how I benefit from my identity, mm -hmm. right? Um, what are the ways that my identity can create barriers for me, right? Yeah. Um, and sometimes those barriers are, you know, uh, intentional barriers or societal barriers. Sometimes we create our own barriers, mm -hmm. right? Based upon how we identify. So, um, when I think about why this work is important, important to me is about my own self reflection on, you know, what does it mean to be a black man in America, right? Um, a, a lot of people have different ideas of what that means. And I try to, I try to, uh, you know, be thoughtful and honest about what society says about me. Mm -hmm. And also I have the ability to reframe, you know, what, what my identity is. And I get to define that, right? Um, you know, other people don't define that for me. And, and I try to like share that with others so they could begin to identify and define their own identity based on their own terms, recognizing what society says about them at the same time. I love that. I love yeah. that. I love, I love, I love you sharing of yourself. I think that goes back to why we want to have these conversations, right? Because like Keith shared, 
we are having Jedi a Jedi conversation at least once a day, right? <laughs> at least once a day. I would say every hour, but All the time. a Jedi conversations have happens at least once a day, and too often we don't see them as a Jedi conversation. We see them as, oh, I'm just no, like we are we are always talking about diversity, whether it's we're talking about what shows we like, yep. right? We are always talking about inclusion because who hasn't heard? I mean, we have the holidays coming up. Sometimes we hear, yeah, I I I want to go to this person's house or I might not want to go to this person's yep. house. Uh this person thought about my food preferences or this person <laughs> didn't think about my food pre- pre- preferences, right? Yep. That is inclusion. That that connects to belonging, right? Yep. There's so many elements of diversity, equity, inclusion, accessibility that we talk about just on an ongoing basis that a lot of folks don't recognize they're having those conversations already. So that's the goal of what we what we will be talking about over over the course of our Jedi conversations. Um, and what what I'm really excited about is the conversations we're going to be having not only with each other. I think that's what's going to be really important in the in the upcoming episodes. We're going to be really digging into who we are as people. Um, you all will be learning more about our backgrounds and what brings us to our work today and what our work today even is, right? I think that's important to highlight, but you'll also be listening to people, peers, folks within your industries, folks within your community, folks that look like you, folks that don't look like you, folks with theologies that are that are that might be vastly different from you. So that again as we think about what a Jedi conversation looks like, we're able to now start seeing a Jedi conversation as it's happening in our daily lives. Yep. That's amazing. Keith, I, I love it. One one more question I want to ask you is um as you as you think about a Jedi conversation, right? I, w- I want us, if you can give us a little preview, because I, I, I think the next episode is going to be where we introduce folks to who you are and your work, but let's, let's talk about justice. I, I want to talk about your background and in, injustice, in, in just a little preview before um, we close out this session. All right. What you thinking? I mean, uh, just us. Oh, okay. Just us. Um, that's a little preview, that's folks. A little that's preview. a little insider, but you uh, about to find she's, out. She's talking about just us as J-U-S-T-U-S, right? So, yeah, back in my, uh, my, you know, my younger years, um, <laughs> you know, I was a, a aspiring hip hop artist. Um, but which was rooted in my in my activism and 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 me wanting to be you know uh, you know not wanting to be but being a community organizer so to speak, um, looking at how you know some of the ways that I grew up and some of the struggles that I faced and again not wanting to like perpetuate those things or replicate the the same things that I grew up and had to face. Um, so I was always about like trying to figure out how I could one make things easier for myself, but at the time being a, a young person, um, you know, I was extremely passionate about justice and injustice, and you know, when I thought about that, I used music to like really help find myself or poetry to help mm-hmm. like like 
reflect on my own personal experiences and, and write about the things that I was seeing that was happening around me. So I came up with the name Justice that represents like, you know, J-U-S-T-U-S, really, you know, all the problems that we face come from just us, right? Mm -hmm. So it was like, if I was having issues with, with my parents or issues with my peers, or issues with, with society in general, everything that we deal with is just us, right? Mm. So like I try to like really hone in on that and if it's just us, why can't we figure it out, right? Mm. If it's just us, why can't we solve these problems? If it's just us, why do we gotta keep fighting about the same things over and over again? So it was really a way for me to like think about how we could get some resolve um, how I can utilize poetry, music, hip hop to like really connect with other people that was having some of the similar experiences. Cause like oftentimes, you know, we think we're going through stuff in isolation, right? right. And, and that isolation generally just be like inside our head. And, yes. and it's not until we start talking about it and start sharing our experiences, then we start learning like, oh man, other people are going through the same things that I'm going through, or other people are feeling the same way that I'm feeling. So um, I think like, you know, expressing yourself through art as powerful and courageous it is, it's really expressing your own vulnerability, mm -hmm. right? When you're saying, wow, like I, I grew up in poverty and poverty is a stigma about poverty, right? Like nobody wants to be poor, right? Um, so like talking about my own personal experiences, talking about the experiences of my parents and the struggles that they faced and yeah. utilizing poetry and hip hop music to express that um, really helped me to connect to just us, right? Mm -hmm. And and so I tried to keep that 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 idea and that concept close to me because, you know, there was always another person that might have had the same experience. And as I started to get older, I really wanted to focus on young people um, and share my experience with young people so I could perhaps inspire them not only through my words, but more importantly, through my actions. Like yeah. I wanted young people to see that somebody that came from where they came from or had the experiences that they experienced or some uh, having a young person, you know, who parents might've been struggling with addiction, like my parents struggled and just see like me doing positive things and see me doing things that was not gonna take away from my community, but benefit my community. Um, was really important to me. So I started like tapping into that, that work as a, as a young person growing up in Philadelphia. And I was able to like share those experiences and ultimately move out to the city of Tacoma and continue to do that work. I love that. I love that. Well, Keith, it has been so exciting to kick this first episode off together. Um, folks, we have a lot of amazing things that we're going to be sharing with you. We're going to have a lot of amazing guests that we're going to be inviting to our Jedi conversations. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and each 
uh, I would like to say every conversation is going to be rooted in authenticity. Um, that's all Keith and I know how to do. And so we are going to laugh hard sometimes. Um, we might have some serious conversations. We Keith and I might not always agree. So I just am really excited to do this work with you. Um, and I'm excited um, to to just have another touch point and how we share and how we share with the world with yep. you. Yep. This is just one of the many conversations that um that we have all the time with each other, right? That we're just looking forward to like open up and share this share these conversations with the community. So I'm extremely excited to uh to add another layer to our partnership and start to do um, our own podcast. So yeah. I'm really excited about this. Yeah, it's really exciting. So if you want to learn more about our work, uh, our website is www.momentumpsp.com. Um, we'll make sure that it's in the comments so that you can check us out. Um, but my name is Christina Blocker. And I'm Keith Blocker. And we're excited that you joined us for a Jedi conversation today. All right. All right. Take care, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and join us next time for a A Jedi Jedi Conversation. conversation.